You're listening to The BizCast on the C-Suite Network. Welcome to The BizCast. You work hard in your business and you want to know what it takes to get to the next level. The BizCast is where we interview best-selling business authors, thought leaders, and C-Suite executives to bring you an inside look at what it takes to succeed in business today. Whether you're the leader of a Fortune 100 company or your company is just taking off, what you're about to hear will help you take your business to the next level. I'm your host, Kevin Crane. Welcome to the show. I'm so pleased to welcome Lee Bartlett to the program. Lee is a specialist in the sales and strategy behind taking new financial-based technologies to market and a record-breaking salesman. He's with us today to talk about his new book, The Number One Bestseller, a unique insight into the mind, strategy, and processes of a top salesman. Lee, welcome to the show. You start the book by introducing us to Timothy as an example of a lost sale. Can you tell us a little bit about that experience and and what you mean by that, why it was so important to you? Well, I um, I felt Timothy was a good example to lead the book with because what he allowed me to do was demonstrate a kind of a failed sales process, but from the buyer's perspective. And in this case, uh, clearly I was the buyer. So the story was that, that I was very resolute in buying a car. I'd found the exact model that I wanted. And um, I, called the, I called the dealership just to make an appointment to just go and buy the thing. And the process of so the story maps, the process of kind of how Timothy, the salesperson, dissuaded me from buying that car. And it was really interesting for a number of reasons. But first of all, I thought it was most interesting because from Timothy's perspective, he thought that he was absolutely rocking the sales process. So, you know, he was a rock star. He was crushing it. And he was, in fact, you know, known as the top salesperson within the dealership. But from my perspective as the buyer, he's kind of failing on every single level. So I thought it was a nice platform to be able to, to identify exactly where and how that process went wrong and use it, you know, kind of as a way to demonstrate a better way of doing things throughout the rest of the book. What are some of the ways that Timothy lost that sale for you? Well, I can, I can crystallize it in, a, in one sentence. The, the process that Timothy went through was based on himself and not on my needs and expectations as a buyer. So it was kind of all about Timothy. And, and you can see kind of like almost every dagger going into me as, as he does one more thing that, that, that makes me think, oh, my God, Kevin, you know, I, I, I just can't buy this car anymore. So, you know, he had me visit the showroom over, over multiple days. He had me driving an hour across London and breaking promises. And, and in the end, it kind of broke my emotional connection to the purchase. Uh, believe me, I wanted that car. And aside from walking in there and slamming down kind of 45,000 pounds on the table, um, there was a, he really had to go some to, to talk me out of it. And like I say, I think it was very valuable to see it from the buyer's perspective because as salespeople, sometimes we can get just a little blinded by these things and get wrapped up in our own sales processes and forget that making a sale is about the customer and not ourselves. And I hope that was well demonstrated in that story. Your book is number one bestseller, The Unique Insights into the Mind, Strategy, and Process of a Top Salesman. And you place great emphasis on the process of learning to be a top salesman and also the level of preparation that you need. Can you explain this and why it's so important? Yeah, well, I mean, the first section of the book talks about kind of how I assess you know, the credibility of a company and a product to sell. It's very, it's, it, it's important because it doesn't matter how good a salesperson you are, if you don't set yourself up for success, 
you know, it, it's just not going to happen. So what I, the process of writing this book was kind of sitting down for two years and uh, trying to extract what it is that I look for and the experiences that allowed me to assess these things. And I came up with 10 key markers. And these are 10 things that they, they're kind of seemingly innocuous, but actually they, they either have a very detrimental impact on your ability to earn or to hit your targets, or they positively support your ability to earn. And they're kind of how, how I went through the, go through the process of assessing you know, who, I, who I'd like to approach to work for. Let me give you an example. Um, um, I was once going for a, for, for a role and uh, the numbers were great. You know, the commission percentages were great. Everything was perfect for me. You know, I was comfortable that I could go in and, and, and really smash my targets. But someone said to me before I joined, you know, they're a good company, but boy, do they churn over a lot of staff. And I just ignored it. Uh, I just thought, well, it's not going to affect me. I'll just keep my head down and I'll work hard. And uh, But, you know, what, what I learned over time of being in this situation, that it's very naive to think that you can just ignore some sort of managerial fault or political issue that's going on within a company that causes high staff turnover. There's a reason it's happening. So, you know, these things that, that, that you kind of dismiss as a focused salesperson, they can come back to haunt you. And I wanted to share, you know, 10 of these things or as many of them as I felt was relevant to, to with other salespeople so that they could learn from my experiences and uh, perhaps not make the same mistakes again. Well, I want to ask you about your experiences. The core of your book is called The Basics, which you summarize the things that you did throughout your career differently from others that allowed you to win deals. Can you summarize what some of your secret sauce is and why it's so important? I don't know that it's secret sauce, Kevin. <laughs> but um, Look, uh, the, the Basics was the first thing that I wrote. It, it is the nucleus of the book. Now, early in my career, um, you know, probably my, my best ex-boss my ex-boss said to me literally if you want to be a great salesman you have to be brilliant at the basics and now nobody seems to define what the basics are but uh, over my career I, I, I really learned to def define them for myself and what they are is a fundamental set of actions that I and other top salespeople do on it on every deal and on every day that other salespeople don't tend to do as well or or perhaps don't do at all so what these are, they're not sales techniques. They are kind of the extracurricular stuff that I felt allowed me to consistently win the largest mandates in my industry across a variety of different roles. And let me give you uh, an example of, uh, of a couple. So pitch preparation, one of, the, one of them is uh, product uh, preparation and uh, pitch evaluation. You know, how do you prepare to pitch for the C-suite? It's such a hotly discussed topic in, in pretty much every blog I see. But how do you go about the process of doing that? Now, what I did was I, uh, I'm sharing what I did. I devised four different presentations that all seamlessly interlinked with, with one another. So what these presentations allowed me to do was prepare for any scenario. If a salesperson thinks they're going to walk into a C-suite or senior executive level presentation and start controlling the process, they're out of their mind. You have to be absolutely flexible to deliver the information in any format that the, the um that the customers choose. And so my pitch preparation allowed me to do that. And I share that within the book. I mean, other things like um, invisible revenue, you know, how do you go about maximizing your revenue, the revenue that's on the table, and then identify, identifying what I call invisible revenue. And this is incremental opportunities that aren't presented on the table. And it takes, you know, uh, 
kind of a strong strategy and, and a very strong mindset to be able to approach a meeting with two of these things in mind and to make sure that no money is left on the table. So I share this and eight other things, you know, how I quantify my working week, how I temper my instinctive responses. These are all part of the basics and the mechanisms that I learned to employ that allowed me to kind of outperform others. Our guest today is Lee Bartlett. His book is number one bestseller, a unique insight into the mind, strategy, and process of a top salesman. Get your copy at the C-Suite Book Club at c-suitebookclub.com. It's time for a quick break, but when we get back, we'll talk some more. Over 3.2 million new book titles are published every year. What are you doing to help your book rise to the top? Submit your book to become part of the C-Suite Book Club, the premier source of leading business books for C-Suite leaders, executives, and celebrities. Visit csuitebookclub.com slash author to submit your book today. That's c-suitebookclub.com slash author. You're listening to The BizCast with Kevin Crane on C-Suite Radio. Welcome back. I'm with Lee Bartlett, and we're talking about his book, the number one bestseller. And Lee, you finish up your book with a section on negotiating a contract. What are the intricacies of doing this in a sales environment? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, what I try to do in the final section of my book is share some of the contractual clauses that perhaps have, uh, have caught me out through a long and diverse sales career. Um, you can be uh, the most brilliant salesperson in the world, um, but if you get something wrong within your contract, it could be something completely innocuous, such as a contract date or even your job title. It could come back. It can have far greater implications further down the process. So I've tried to share seven or eight things that, 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 I've either, that have either impacted me or I've seen impact other salespeople over my career. Um, let me give you an example. Um, gardening leave. So gardening leave is one of the clauses that I've always had in my contract. Um, it comes down to, so gardening leave is sustained period of absence that happens when you leave a company. It just so happens that I've been subjected on two occasions to the maximum legal time, which is 12 months. And I can attribute, I, I can testify that it's an incredibly long time to be out of work. So, you know, the question is, how long is acceptable to protect the business and also to protect the interests of the salesperson stopping their ability to earn? And for me, you know, I've always decided from now on that I'd never agree to 12 months again. It would only ever be six months. And I share my experiences around why that's the case. I mean, other things that can detrimentally impact um, salespeople are things like how the company defines renewals. So you may sign a, a three-year deal. How does the company view that deal? Do, are you paid on the three-year deal, the total amount, or are you paid on the first year and then the second year is counted as a renewal? You know, you need to be clear about these things and make sure that your expectations are exactly in line with the company expectations. So when you've done the work and you've smashed your targets, there are no unnecessary surprises. You say that it's important to have a certain perspective and mindset to ensure that you're better prepared than your peers and better able to identify and close businesses that others don't see. What is that perspective and mindset and how can we get it to? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, the perspective and mindset that I refer to is the one where you want to win every single piece of business that's on the table. It doesn't matter if it's a thousand dollars or twenty million dollars. You approach every deal 
as if it's the last deal you're ever going to pitch. And the way I did that was I always had um, a personal goal outside of the company target. So I always worked towards um, a personal goal, a personal financial goal. And by doing that, it allowed me to kind of overcome or to have a fresh perspective on many of the obstacles that I faced. And it allowed me to kind of view every single piece of business and every deal that I pitched um, as a step closer to my personal goal. So, you know, the perspective that I talk about, if you start to think, I, I, I need to pitch this like my life depends on it, you will prepare, you will naturally over-prepare, and you will naturally align everything to kind of empower you to generate as much revenue as possible. So that's kind of, kind of where I'm coming from with that. Well, Lee, it's been great speaking with you today. We're almost out of time, but before I let you go, one last question. What was the best piece of advice you ever received, and how has it shaped who you are? It's mm, a great question. Uh, it's got to be the piece of advice that I shared earlier. If you want to be a great salesperson, be brilliant at the basics. And what the basics are, I think my understanding of what they are, is a methodology and a strategy that consistently puts you in the best possible position to succeed. It's a repeatable recipe for success. And I share mine within the book, and I hope people take value from this. That's Lee Bartlett. His book is The Number One Bestseller, A Unique Insight into the Mind, Strategy, and Process of a Top Salesman. Get your copy at the C-Suite Book Club at c-suitebookclub.com. Lee, thanks a lot for being my guest today. Thanks, Kevin. It's a pleasure. That'll do it for this episode of the BizCast. Join me next time when we continue to talk to business authors, thought leaders, and C-Suite executives to bring you an inside look at what it takes to succeed in business today. Don't forget to visit the C-Suite Book Club at c-suitebookclub.com. Great books by great business authors, only the best at the C-Suite Book Club. And if you like what we do here at the BizCast, don't be shy. Give us a shout-out on social media or leave a review on iTunes. Meanwhile, until next time, I'm your host, Kevin Crane, for the C-Suite Network. Thanks for listening. Brought to you by the C-Suite Network c-suitenetwork.com This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.